everyone. Welcome back to Today in Tech. I'm Julia Poshimp, and I'm here as always with Macworld Executive Editor Michael Simon, as well as Computer World Executive Editor Ken Mingus. We are live on LinkedIn and YouTube. So if you have any questions, comments throughout our live stream, please do leave them in the comments or live chat, and we'll do our very best to get to them during the live broadcast. If not, we'll do our very best to get to them after the fact. So today we're diving into iPhone 13 rumors. We're still months and months away from like having a physical iPhone 13 in our hands, but the rumor mill, you know, has still has started to circulate. So Ken, Mike, what are some of these rumors? What can we expect out of the iPhone 13 and what makes it, what's going to make it different and better than the existing 12 Pro, 12 Pro Max that I feel like we, we just got, but I guess not really. Well, actually, some of us did just get a 12 Pro Max, which is exactly why I'm very interested in what Michael's going to have to say about the iPhone 13 or the iPhone 12S or whatever's coming in the fall. Michael, you were right. You told me last fall when I got the 12 Pro that, you know, that was going to be too small. It wasn't going to work. I wasn't going to like it, whatever. I mean, and Only for you. <laughs> it's again, perfectly no. fine for most people. Yeah, no, it's too small, but one-handed use. Know your audience. So, you know, I decided uh, part of it, actually, it was really mainly this, the screen size. You know, I, I've, I tend toward the bigger phones anyway and uh, sort of downsized in the fall and found myself kind of like, you know, couldn't quite, uh, you know, read it well. And uh, let me tell you, the plus size is the way to go, at least as far as I'm concerned. So and I may I mean, have the, just... The 12 Pro Max is one of the biggest uh, phones you can get. Yeah. The, uh, the uh, Note and the um, Galaxy S21 Ultra. The Note 20 Ultra, the Galaxy S21 Ultra, they have slightly bigger screen, 6.8 inches, but um, Apple's dimensions, they're a little bit different. Um, Samsung's a little bit taller, Apple's a little bit wider, but dimensions wise, if you just look at the size and what you're holding, that's about the upper end of what you're gonna get size-wise. And I don't think we're gonna see much bigger from Apple. Well, the plan is that the idea is that the 13, when it comes, it will be in the same size as yeah. now. Right? Which makes sense because this was a new size. Last year was right. 6.5. This is 6.7. They're generally on a two-year cycle when it comes to that stuff. Whether or not they call it the iPhone 12S or the iPhone 13, that's kind of gone out the window. We used to expect 4, 4S, 5, 5S, 6, 6S. Like that was their plan, their, their kind of uh, roadmap. That's completely changed now. With once the iPhone 10 was introduced, the iPhone 9 never existed. There was no iPhone 9. There exactly. was a 10s, then there was an 11, then there was a 12. So like they very well could do a 12s. Uh, what I'm saying is that doesn't necessarily mean what it what it once meant. No. No, the, it's, it's, the just, iPhone it's literally just is, a name. Yeah, the iPhone 12 is pretty much an 11s. In the sense that, you know, we've reached the point where every update is kind of minor. Whereas, yeah, sure, the 12 has a different design than the 11. It has all it's the displays. It has 5G. And yeah, there are new things there, but it's an iPhone. Yeah. And it's not, when, when you, if you go back to like four to five, five to six, like those were big changes. They brought big things that people were waiting for. Uh, a major increase in size or, 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 you know, 4G in some instance from 3G to 4G, I think is bigger than 4G to 5G right now. So if you have an iPhone 12, with the exception of Ken, who will probably buy another one before 13. <laughs> Wait, <30. laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. 
everything no, I, that everything that. I'm really curious about this though, because in looking at the rumors and the expectations for the 13, and especially since I'm mid-cycle now, you know, it's what it's March. We're talking probably. This Apple is this is back. this is the Ken cycle, mind well, you, not the Apple cycle. Right. Well, this is no, but I'm serious. If it, you know, I'm mid-cycle now, so it's March. The new phone, whatever it's called, will theoretically be out in September. I'm assuming yep. that the supply chain issues from so. last year won't be duplicated. And but in looking at the rumors in terms of things like you know the the uh, the camera will be slightly improved. It will get the, well, you know, the A15 chip, uh, yeah. you know maybe a new 5G chip. But I mean, is it really going to be that much uh, of an upgrade for somebody who's got a 12 or 12 Pro, 12 Pro Max? I mean, I'm really it, you know the, we're getting smaller and smaller between yep. iterations here. Yeah, that, that's why people are surmising that this is going to be an S, like an actual S to let people know that this isn't a new phone. It's gonna have the same design. It's gonna have the same screen, you know, maybe slightly uh, slightly higher brightness what's, or something like that. Jump, but, yeah, what does that mean? The jump between what, 60 megahertz and 120 megahertz yeah. in terms so, of- So that's, that's the big change. So on Android phones and on the iPad, um, you it has 120 hertz refresh rate. What that, the, the refresh rate is what your eyes see and what your, what your, what your uh, fingers feel. Yeah. So scrolling uh, animations, video there, it's way smoother, way faster because the screen is refreshing twice as fast as a regular phone. Um, now on, on the Samsung phones, for example, they, they all have it now. The, S, the, the, the flagships, it's very noticeable. Uh, you can tell when you switch back and forth because they all uh, give you the option to go from 60 to 120. You can, you, it's, it's, a, it's a major increase in, in visible... And and uh, you know the, the the way it looks when you're scrolling, particularly, but video things like that, you can tell. Could that, but that could, could that be only on Android? What I noticed that because I mean I've got the iPad Pro that has the faster, uh, you know, refresh rate for the screen, and I mean I have not sat them side by side and started scrolling to see what kinds yeah. of differences I might see whether there's drop frames or something like that. But I'm not. I don't see that much difference. So tell yeah, me I mean, wrong. That, that's the thing. You're, you're not wrong. Um, Apple's system is so optimized that 60 hertz on an iPhone now feels almost as good as 120 hertz on an Android phone. It is, you know, they their screens, their, the, 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 the system that they work with, uh, uh, iOS, the chip, all of that working together gives you an experience that is incredibly smooth. Okay. So... I, I, I don't know what it's going to look like on the iPhone. Maybe it'll be a noticeable difference. My guess is probably not because like you say, on the iPad, I like uh, uh, my, my son has a new iPad Air that doesn't have ProMotion. Uh, my wife has a new iPad Pro that does. It's not that big of a difference between the two. Scrolling on both is really good. Video is great. The screens are fantastic. They have, you know, we, uh, on the iPhone already, we have OLED, we have um, True Tone. We have all the things that we want to make a noticeable difference in our day-to-day -day use. 120 Hertz will be a really good marketing term for the, uh, probably, it'll probably be on the Pro machines like the iPad. They'll probably keep it to the, uh, the, the 12 as of the 13 Pro as a reason to upgrade. And yeah, if you care about having the best, the best, it's it's a bit of a bummer that the iPhone doesn't have it now since it's becoming more standard on on flagship phones. Will it make a huge difference in what you see compared to the 12? I doubt it. Okay.
That's gotcha. good to know then. So I can stick with this one for at least another you year. You won't. And a half. Let's go <laughs> a year and a half. You're gonna go a year and a half without a new iPhone. But but wait, there's more. There's talk, there's talk about a smaller notch, maybe. And yeah. this actually, depending on how things go with the pandemic, but there's also been at least some speculation that Apple might include touch ID beneath the screen so that you don't have to, if you've got to wear a mask, pandemic, you know, life is- I'm going to go on record saying that's not happening. You don't think that's going to happen? It feels they, awfully futuristic for, it, well, and they, for, I guess, Apple, because who does that? They do have uh, a lot of the Android phones. Like, uh, so Face ID is, that's basically exclusive to Apple at this point. Mm -hmm. uh, Android phones- you, you have to go few and far between to find one that supports 3D facial recognition. Last year's Google, actually two years ago, the, the Google 4 did. Then they took it away on the Google 5, uh, the Pixel 5, not Google 5. The, the, the Pixel 4 had it. The Pixel 5 doesn't. There's a couple of Huawei phones that, that do. Samsung never implemented a system like that. Whether it's because they can't get it right or it's too expensive, I don't know. But Face ID on the iPhone is a huge selling point. It's a huge reason to switch, I think. It's, it's more secure than a fingerprint. It's fast, all the things that you want. If they were to also have Touch ID, you would have to choose. I don't think Apple's gonna, gonna do that. It would, it would be undercutting Face ID in a way. And we just got, so with iOS 14.5, we're getting this Apple Watch thing where um, if you're wearing a mask, it'll ping your Apple Watch and unlock the phone. It works really well. I've tested because it. Because the Apple Watch yes, has already huge. been authenticated so right. it knows it's you. Yeah. And that's Apple's solution to the mask stuff. Uh, mm -hmm. It's my it's, watch. It's, it's Yeah, and it's it's a little bit late. I mean, it, we could have used this back uh, in, you know, last August. But hey, listen, it's it, it's here now. I, I do not think we're going to get Touch ID. And I, I'm going to say this for any device. I don't think Apple's going to give us two biometric options options on any device the ipad air has touch id in the in the in the home button or the, the power button and it's it's great but that's all it has the the ipad pro has face power. id has and that's all it has that's it, one, it, yeah, it, yeah and, and it also doesn't have it doesn't have the system the face id system because it's a little bit cheaper i don't think we're going to see both on a phone or 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 a tablet anytime soon I think you make a very good point. I mean, it, it would be very un-Apple-like to force a user to decide, you know, either or to give, Apple doesn't like to give users too many options. Right. It likes to keep things very simple and almost to the point that you don't have to think about it, which is what Face ID is. is and is and like that's one of the benefits of Android is that you have a lot of options on most, most phones, most, maybe, maybe not, depending on, depending on what you want. Well, and, yeah, okay. If yes, if you'd like to be really, really granular right. and, and really set up your experience very, very specific to, to yourself, then yeah, that makes sense. You're yeah. right. And honestly, over the years, they've taken away some of those options. Um, Samsung phones used to have an iris scanner. They don't anymore. So like I, Android's realizing that maybe there are too many options. Maybe it's better to give uh, people just, just one or two or so. But I don't think... Um, I don't think we'll ever see Apple make a step backward. I mean, they, they made this whole proclamation that Face ID is more secure than a fingerprint sensor. Why would they give it back to you three years later? I, I just, I don't see it mm -hmm. happening. Well, I mean, it would only be in, re in response to the pandemic and, you know, who knows how this is going to unfold, but it does seem like that maybe by fall, 
you know, we won't be quite in the same situation we're in now with the vaccinations and that's another, another thing Apple doesn't really generally tend to do is, is react to short-term problems. Right. You know, the, the reaction is the Apple watch thing, which is, which is good. And it's, and it's fast. And it's also a a vehicle to sell more Apple watches, which, you know, that's a win-win for Apple. That's the Apple way. Yeah, of course. (laughs) So I think that's, and I, I, I do think that the rumors were right. Like we, we had the rumor about the, touch id uh i want to say a year and a half ago and you know they, they were right it was being developed and we did get it we just didn't get it in the iphone gotcha so similar i guess sort of on the topic of apple watch which the newer ones have this always on display is that something that's being considered for the 13 12s whatever you want to call it and i guess kind of what that what would that look like so i have never fiddled with always on display. I, my Apple watch doesn't have it. And it seems like it makes sense in a watch, but I guess in a phone is where you, is where you might lose me a little bit. Uh, that's another Android feature. It's been, it's been on Android phones forever. Um, okay. I, I love it. So what, what it is, is um, it only, it, it's, it's usually black and white. Some, mm-hmm. some phones have a little bit of color. Maybe Apple would like the Apple watch, but Let's for argument say let, let let's say it's Apple uh, uh, black and white. So now when you get a notification, your entire phone lights up. In fact, it just it just happened to me. It's in it's in front of my desk, and in a in a dark room at night, if you don't have a bedtime mode on or something like that, it's 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 extraordinarily annoying that sure. to see the time, the date, notifications, whatever it is, the entire screen has to has to light up. Mm-hmm. What the always on display does is it will. Um, show the time, the date, and like little notification icons, but in black and white. So the screen is black because of the OLED. They only light up the, the and it's, it's, a, it's a white or a, a very low, a low, low level light, lighted white. It's not like super bright white. Almost like, almost like a gray. Yeah, kind of like gray. Which against the black, will, you know, would work fine. Yeah, and it, you can look at your phone, pick it up, and see the things that you would normally want to quickly see. Did I get a new email? What time is it? Maybe mm-hmm. what day it is these days? Like who who knows what <laughs> temperature <laughs> outside? Maybe yeah, yeah. And uh, so it, it preserves battery life, and but more importantly, it preserves like that just that constant up and uh, uh, lighting up of the display. It's something I've wanted sure. on Apple phones for a long time, on iPhones for a long time. Um, it, it seems to me that it would be a software thing. I don't necessarily think it's it needs to be tied to the iPhone 12 or the iPhone 13. It might be in iOS 15. I wonder if it's something that might Maybe. roll back to earlier. I mean, a lot of it too would, the, would depend on how the, you know, if there is any impact on battery life. Well, I know that I could tell you they probably wouldn't bring it to the LCDs. They could, but yeah. I doubt they would. So that, that gives you the, um, the pro, uh, the pro, the, uh, uh, the 10s and the 10. All the way back to 10. And, yeah. And all of the 12s and all of the, all of the 12 S 13s. So maybe they could bring it to those models. Then there's also the issue of battery life. It does use battery life because it's always on, even though it's a it's a small portion of the display that's lit. Mm-hmm. Uh, something is always lit on your display. Maybe they would do it. Some some Android phones have a, have an ambient display where you have to tap it to bring that stuff up. Maybe they'll do that. They'll figure out a way. Battery life is of of prominent importance in all of this, and that's why we don't have 120 hertz display. That's why we don't have always on display. That's why. It took five generations to get an always-on display on Apple Watch because Apple's not going to bring in a feature that degrades battery life. So it needs to hit the same metrics as last year. 
Doesn't five G doesn't five G also hit the battery life? Yeah, yeah. They yeah. didn't. They didn't. Yeah. So the whenever they bring a new feature, they make sure they're giving you the same, equal to or or if if it's worse, it's it's the slightest bit that you're not going to notice. They're not going to say this this phone gets like two and a half hours less battery life. It's just not sure. going to. So they're not going to bring that stuff unless they figured out how to make the battery last. Which explains one of the rumors is that the the, the phone, the new phone, uh, will have a larger yeah. battery, maybe slightly heavier than the current model, fine. and maybe even slightly thicker. Which I think is just a, a bit by yeah, Apple I mean, to make you buy new 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 uh, cases. But uh, I mean, sure that you can you could you could say that. Um, I think that battery life, I'd rather have a thicker phone and longer battery life. Even sure. if it means yeah, buying I'm another okay $50 case or $40 case, sure. I'm, I'm okay with that. Um, the, the batteries, the, the size of the batteries and iPhones are, are incredibly small compared to other phones. So they could, they could go way bigger. Um, I don't think they're gonna, I think it'll be a small, a smallish increase to compensate. Just enough to keep them level with right. where, where the phones are the 120 now. hertz display. And yeah, they, mm -hmm. they hit their metrics. I was writing an article about the iPad. And since, since the iPad came out in 2010, every single model has gotten 10 hours of battery. 10 hours of battery. Every one. Yeah. Like that's it. <laughs> it's almost that's, a joke That's what now. they do. Whatever yeah. it is. It, Which is fine. Hours. I don't, no one's complaining about it. Like it, it's enough to last you through a day. Maybe it's seven, also pretty accurate. Depending on how much you use it. Yeah. Yeah. But it's it's hilarious that they they don't they don't sway they don't waver from that commitment to ten hours of battery life like that's what you get that's the one spec you don't need to look at. <laughs> so, you know, the, the, go ahead. I was just going to say, um, I'm interested in touching on a few other yeah. features about it. I know a little bit about storage, maybe um, a better camera lens, and I think the question of all, and I think we've gotten some sort of chatter about this on LinkedIn is. Okay, I don't have an iPhone yet. Should I get an iPhone? That I think is going to be a more difficult question to answer. But my personal question is, I've got, I want to say a 10s here. And I'm thinking maybe it's time for me to upgrade to a 12. Should I just wait for the 12s or 13? I mean, that that's the the, the age old question in the world. Of course, of course, things, things update. I mean, so I yeah. mean, what is it? So we're in March, you got six to seven months before the next phone comes out. If yeah. you can wait, if you're happy with the 10s, if it's working, yeah, it's working. If, if you don't have a problem with it, then you know, wait for the new one. If you need well, it, well, wait for the new one, and then you can get the the, the current model at a, at a better price. You can. There's also that, or you can do what Ken does and just buy both. <laughs> no. Yeah. Trade in, baby. Trade in is your favorite. Is, well, that, is, that's is, the other thing. Uh, Apple Apple has the iPhone upgrade program, which right. Um, it's a, it gives you basically gives you a zero interest loan over the course of two years. And uh, the one catch is you have to include Apple Care in that. So that adds $129 to the cost of the phone. But they spread it out over two years. And it, uh, depending on what model you get, it'll cost you between $30 and $50 a month. And after 12 payments, you can upgrade to the new model. So if you, if you upgrade in September, you pay 12, 12 payments, so you're paying half the phone. And mm -hmm. then you can upgrade to the new one and start that process all over again. You're you're basically paying for an iPhone for the rest of your life. It's like leasing a car. <laughs> right. You're, right. You you have it's like leasing a car payments. So you're trading in really it for old. half the value after a year, and they're giving you a brand new one and saying, "All right, now pay us for this one." Yeah. Sure. I don't Fair think enough. we answered your question, did we, Juliet? Should you? I mean, the, the answer I'll... is. 
I mean, the iPhone 12 is a, is a fantastic phone. The iPhone 12 mm-hmm. Pro is probably the best phone, you know, 12 Pro, 12 Pro Max. Yeah. Depending on what size you want. They're, they're, they're both fantastic, but, you know, we're halfway through the cycle. So yeah. it's, a, it's a matter of if you can make it through, might, you might as well hang on yeah. for another six months you, you've had it for for for, for, for two years or two and yeah years. i've had it for oh, like yeah, two, yeah, yeah. two two years and some change right. so so if you can I, hang on for a little longer sure why not yeah i think two things that i do want to touch on that i think could i don't know maybe sway people to wait is the issue of storage and better camera because it feels like yeah. what else what else can possibly change yeah. between you know, iPhones now besides, yeah, you get more storage and you get a better camera. So can we talk a bit about that? Is it, well, I guess nothing's going to be confirmed true yet, but the rumor about a terabyte of storage, that seems crazy. Yeah. In the, in the pro, pro right in the pro. Um, I'm, I'm honestly a little surprised they don't have this option already. It'll be 300 or so dollars extra, but um, also Android phones, uh, they they all offer this at the top, top tier. So it's only for those people who store ridiculous amounts of videos and photos and, and, and music. But they're and doing a lot of the phone. photography with Apple Pro yeah. Law, is that what that it's too. called? Yeah, yeah. Which, which sure. are, those files are huge. So if yeah. you're a professional photographer sense. doing something like that, then a terabyte, you know, makes perfect sense. But yeah. Yeah. I mean, most people don't need that much storage. Uh, there's tons of, of online options, including iCloud, that are relatively inexpensive for mm-hmm. you know, a couple of dollars a month. That will be fine for your purposes. But yeah, as Ken says, if you're taking 8K video and, and, and taking a bunch totally. of photos and filling up your phone every day with stuff, yeah, you, you more internal storage. And Apple doesn't offer yeah. uh, uh, an SD card slot. So what you get is what you get. You're stuck mm-hmm. with the, the storage that you get. So yeah. Um, that it's it's enticing and what it also does is it makes those pro phones a little bit more pro 512 is nice a terabyte is yeah because i'm thinking a terabyte as a consumer as someone who's used to dealing with like memory and storage in terabytes normally just on the job i'm thinking a terabyte for your everyday consumer that seems crazy to me but you make a great point that um there's obviously going to be pros who are using this phone that want the terabyte if you're shooting 8k video i mean we shoot 4k here and i know how much storage that takes up so yeah. if you're going to be doing 8k yeah you're going to want a terabyte and if you know most people don't need that <laughs> that level of storage on their macbook let alone their phone totally so it's, it's a it's a very niche audience but you know people will want it and people will buy it Definitely. and i think i that one i believe record, this I, think, is only I think that's coming it's only 256. Only 256. I've never only 256. I'm, I'm only realistic. I don't go that far. Yeah. <laughs> so I think before we wrap up, I do want to know a little bit more about the camera. It's not that the iPhone 12 S 13, again, whatever you want to call it is adding another lens there. Is it going to be an upgraded lens, like a newly improved lens? Cause you've already got three. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. The rumor is it wouldn't be, wouldn't sensor, be a, it? A, a, a fourth. Oh, okay. What the rumors are saying, but um, the, the the one area where Apple needs to get better is in telephoto photography. Sure. The Pro Max that that Ken just got—that's the best one. 
but it's still only five is nothing only compared to what you get right. on the Android right. side. Nothing. I mean, honestly, right. uh, Samsung, the new Samsung's newest S21 has a 10x optical zoom. And, and it's a good, and it's a good 10x. It's a good too. 10x. It's a very yeah. good, yeah. And even at 30x digital hybrid zoom, it's it's really good. Uh, Apple has not even close, nowhere near that. I, I mean, no one really does, but Apple, um, very, it, it very much lags when it comes to that stuff. That's not a huge surprise. Apple tends to take its time with these things. For example, night mode, Google blew everybody away. And then two years later, Apple said, you know, we can do it too. And they did it a little bit better even. So uh, I wouldn't be surprised to see a, a more of a focus on, on telephoto photography. I don't think that the huge breakthrough is coming this year though. Gotcha. Based on the rumors, um, maybe 3X, uh, maybe you know, a, a, a better processing system in, in the back end to get a little bit closer. Um, probably not until the iPhone 14 or the 2022 model when we would see like something along the lines of what Samsung is doing with periscope lenses and 10x optical zooms and uh the, the s21 ultra even has a has a dual telephoto zoom uh, uh lens which is it's i mean it's if if that's what you're interested in apple just isn't delivering well there there has been some talk though that some of the improvements that that arrived on the iphone 12 like the image stabilization that's specific to the pro models might drift down to the to the more entry-level models so you might yeah. see some of the improvements that are only pro now be more widely available that's yeah and also there's a rumor that maybe lidar will be coming to the uh into the lower end models maybe we will see uh, improvements to the to the ultra wide lens as well we do i can tell you for certain the iphone 13 12s camera will be markedly better than the one before it always is okay apple Dude. always makes improvements so i have sure. to go buy another one now you're telling i mean me. well that's the thing will they be improvements that you absolutely have to have i'm or sure will they, they will be iterative improvements? <laughs> i'm not talking about you yes. specifically <laughs> i bet there'll be improvements that juliet will want by the yeah, time they'll, they'll, i think so definitely be a better camera yeah i mean i've got two lenses here so anything yeah, what well, yours that old uh, thing? Uh, that one the the, the 10s again great camera the 11 is better the 12 is better totally than you know that's 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 how it works but the 12 if you buy a 12 right now you're going to be taking fantastic photos mm -hmm. pair them side by side against the 13 they'll they, they won't be as good i can that's that's for sure I don't know if that's something that most people are going to. But I think they will be marginally not as good. Yeah. The difference between what Julia has it. now and a 12 or a 13 will be dramatic. That Yes, that's for sure. Because you there's that diffusion stuff and, and the night mode stuff. like all The of night mode is, stuff is really yeah. amazing. Yeah. So there's definite, there's definite improvements over the, over the, over the 10S. I mean, that's Apple's stock and trade. They, the, I, the, I mean, it's not just Apple, it's everybody. The camera is the thing. Camera and, and display. That's mm -hmm. what everybody wants to know. All the other stuff is 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 periphery. Better camera, better display, and I think yeah, the one, one more thing. But before we go, though, in terms of talking about the five G and the uh, next Qualcomm chip, yep. one of the things I've seen is that it would more seamlessly travel between the different kinds of five G. That it, it would blend them I mean, and maybe it, it'll probably use speeds. the the X X sixty modem, which yeah. is which is the X fifty five is what they're using now. That's what right? they have now. The yeah. the X sixty is a little bit a little bit smaller. A little bit more efficient. Um, I, I don't know how many people are using 5G on a regular basis. First of all, we're not even traveling that much anymore. 
but sure. I, I've, I've used it a little bit and I haven't experienced any issues with battery life or overheating or switching back and forth between 4G and 5G. So yeah, well, it, it'll probably get better. I don't think it's anything that anyone's going to really notice. It'll be- Until Apple does its own 5G what it, in a few What years. it could do is enable Apple to make the battery a little bit bigger or some components a little bit, you know, because it's a little bit smaller. Yeah. Fair enough. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for calling in and joining. Very exciting. Um, I'm sure that this will not be the last that we hear about the iPhone 13. And I, I'm if I come to some dramatic epiphany as to whether or not I want to upgrade now or wait, I'll definitely let everyone let know. Let us know. Definitely. So thank you both so much for calling in and joining. And thank you all so much for watching this episode of Today in Tech. If you liked this video, be sure to give it a thumbs up. And if you're watching on LinkedIn, head over to our YouTube channel, IDG Tech Talk. You can like the video over there and subscribe. If you're over on YouTube, you can hit the bell icon in the corner so you're notified every single time we post a new video. If you're watching this after we've gone live and you have any questions or comments about the iPhone 13, be sure to leave them in the comments below and I'll get back to you. If I don't know the answer, I'll get back to you on MicroKen's behalf. Thanks again for watching and we'll see you next time. This podcast is produced by IDG Communications Incorporated.